What's going on, world? It's time for another episode of the Incompetent Sports Report, a show where I have close friends on each week, and uh, we give our takes on any mainstream or pay-per-view events that we tend to watch weekly. So, looks like last night was a pretty exciting atmosphere of UFC we had UFC 263 last night, and although my roommate Jordan was not here with us last night, he was watching at a friend's house, so we are up to date um, simultaneously. So my guest this week is Jordan Bell. Thank you for saving the day and stepping in. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man, yeah. Now, I know uh, you've uh, seen a bunch of people come through and do this podcast and you've been telling me that you've been itching. So yeah. A little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now's your time to shine, baby. <laughs> I'll try. I try my best. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, uh, last night was fucking awesome. Um, yeah. Hell of a card. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, we can start off with the main event if you want. Um, yeah. um Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori. Um, did you, did you think it was going to go down like that? Or did you think we were going to have any other kind of outcome? Pretty much. I, I didn't think Vittori had it in him, you know, Adesanya yeah. is just, he's, he's like a wizard to watch, you know? Yeah, man. Um, last night I, I, I kept saying he's like Anderson Silva 2.0, man. Like, I almost think he's better at striking than Anderson, which is a hot take. Cause Anderson was very good at using like the Muay Thai clinch. And yeah. Nobody really does that anymore um, in this age of fighting. But the way he can switch stances and his yeah, feints and, he, and his head he was, movement. Yeah, his slip, able to slip, man. Yes. His, and yeah. he, the way he uses the cage to his advantage, like, mm-hmm. it's just I've never seen anything like that in a long time. Yeah, I know. It. Um, he seems like he's like out of the fucking Matrix or something. Yeah. yeah it's, it's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and I do think that replacing a superstar like Conor McGregor is eventually going to need to happen. And yeah. I think he is a candidate that could do that. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't, I'm looking at the rest of the field. I don't know who can beat him, like, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we were saying last night as well. The uh, top middleweights, you know, Robert Whitaker, I think, stands a good chance, even though he already lost. Uh, yeah. He's been on a tear ever since then. So. I would not count him out. I, th- I think he'll give him a run for his money. I think it's going to be closer this time around. Um, and then you have... So you have Robert Whitaker. Um, Maybe Chris Weidman down the line. Nah, <laughs> because after he snapped his leg, I think he dropped to like number 12. Oh. Yeah, so I don't even know if he's in the top 10. So we were saying... Um, so it's Whitaker, um, Jared Cannonier, I believe. And then... Um, who was number three? I think it's Paul Acosta. Still. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Paul Acosta. So there's not a, a bunch of competition in middleweight right now, unfortunately. Um, I guess Darren Till, you could throw him in the mix there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's competitive, and um, somebody like Kelvin Gaslam. I mean, he does. He has fought at middleweight, and he goes to welterweight, but he. If you remember that fight with Izzy, I mean, that yeah. was 
fucking close. Yeah, that was back and forth. He definitely like experienced the most adversity with Kelvin. Um, definitely. Yeah, that was a five round war. But I feel like Adesanya might be champ for a little bit, but eventually someone's gonna come around and. Well, it's definitely gonna take a grappler. I don't see anybody being able to stand with him. Yeah, but he was looking pretty good on the ground last night. Like he got out of everything. Victoria mm-hmm. got him in on. When he, he did would have take it. him down. Yeah, and he did have his back at that one point. Yeah, looked like, sketched for a second. Like, Please but... don't get fucking jumped <laughs> That would be so deflating. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, I think it's going to... Obviously, when he went up to 205 to fight Jan, Jan is a black belt. Izzy's a purple. Not saying that purple belts can't beat black belts, but when that black belt has... 30 pounds on you yeah you're at a disadvantage right off the bat um you know he did better than i thought he was in that that fight i mean yeah yeah no stand-up wise i thought it was even maybe he even had the edge stand up and then that's why jan decided to take it down which is a good game yes smart yeah yeah. so i think it's gonna take somebody like that to beat izzy i don't see anybody being able to stand with him his (laughs) he's definitely got the best striking in the ufc like the last style bender, that's a fitting name for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of his uh his walkout his his walkout. Oh yeah, like that mask last night yeah, and the hat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's very uh theatrical and entertaining and he just has that superstar aura about him, you know. Definitely. Yeah, it's badass. Um and I was really happy that Marvin didn't win because that dude is the worst at shit. Don't yeah, his, his press conference, man, that was cringeworthy. <laughs> yes, it was. It's like, who yeah, did you yeah. beat? <laughs> There's a whole list, man. Yeah, like. fucking Whitaker, Yoel Romero. Yeah, exactly. Costa. But w- um, what was your favorite fight from last night? You- My favorite fight from last night? I know what mine was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I thought the... I thought the Figueroa Moreno fight was my favorite. Yep, yep. That, that was a solid one. I I would have to go with the Diaz. Fight. That was good too. That was good too. That fifth round was worth it. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. It yeah, looked like a horror movie at the end of it. I but. know, I know. <laughs> that dude's just a zombie coming at you. He will not die. Uh, I think Nate Diaz could fight in a ten round fight. I think he could. <laughs> no, he would actually rather die in the octagon. Yeah, than, both um, Diaz brothers. Like usually, it, like the final rounds is when they start, you know, know. actually getting into it. You yeah, know? yeah, and that takes a special type of conditioning, man. I mean, yeah. I remember just wrestling in high school. Just a three minute period felt like an entire football game. Like just one round. Like fuck, I'm so you're shot. Already. The whole load is shot. Yep, know? yep. So it just it's just really impressive that a human being can you know, get to that cardio stature and just can run fucking eight to 10 miles, like no big deal. And usually the blood in your eyes deters them, but it just seems like he doesn't, doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. He almost gets stronger as yeah. the blood seeps into his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, co-main event, um, I kept saying his name was Davidson, but it's not spelled that way. I guess it's pronounced that way. Um, Devison, Devison, figure right yeah. Man, this guy was the favorite going into this, and tell you what, shout out to uh, Doctor Camerman. He was here last night, Mike Camerman, and uh, you know he just kind of stole fifty bucks from me real quick, betting on Moreno, that underdog. And I'll be honest, I was kind of happy. Uh, I, I was happy to see Moreno win. That kid's a, yeah. a solid person. Um, He's another kind of inspirational champion that I think Dana White can build, or the UFC in general. Definitely. Um, 
like it just seemed he came out with more. He wanted it more. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah, his heart, that Mexican heart. Yeah, yep. Figueroa just didn't look like he usually does. I agree. I agree. And it sounds like the issue is he just can't make that weight cut anymore. Um, one twenty five is small as fuck. Yeah. So. Can't say I blame him. It sounds like he might need to start fighting at one thirty five permanently. Just to Yeah, like he he was shredded last night for that yeah. being that weight. Yeah, yeah. They said that um at the weigh in, um, it was down to the last minute. Because oh, I think you sure. can weigh in and if you're over, they'll give you an hour to go and like oh, I didn't know sweat that. or like cut an an extra like two pounds if you can. So he yeah. like barely made it. And he's been in disqualification for not making weight um that oh. first benavidez fight i don't know if you remember that but um i think he do well at 135 yeah yeah no he's strong as shit um super well-rounded and um but yeah not to take anything not to take anything away from moreno i mean that that was just a a very impressive win definitely yeah, but yeah. I, I definitely think there'll be a third fight down the trilogy, yeah. yeah, yeah. If a figurator wants to make that weight cut, I could see that for sure. Um, because unfortunately, they just there's not a lot of crop down there at 125. Nah. Um, it was the same thing when Mighty Mouse was down there, just walking through everybody. <laughs> everybody, or a, a lot of uh experts say that it's between him and maybe John Jones, who's the most talented fighter ever but because he doesn't have as much competition down there he's not really in the talks yeah, yeah slim yeah. pickings right yeah yeah so we'll see what they can do with that division um but yeah let's get into the leon edwards and nate diaz bout um speaking of betting i put a hundred dollars on hey, diaz that's right that's right look at you he gave okay. me hope in that final minute and i believe he could have taken him but he was yeah you know, no he taunting and Another 30 seconds, he might have been able to finish it. Yes. Uh, he got my hopes up. Leon was on skates. Yeah, yeah he, he got clipped. But the odds kind of speak for themselves. Um, Nate was a huge underdog. Leon won every round. Yeah, he controlled that fight yeah, yeah. from the beginning to almost the end. He had a giant gash in his uh, right temple, and then his cut over his left eye was yeah. seeping into his eyes it seemed like but the ref didn't call it thank god <laughs> yeah like the masvidal fight mm -hmm. i want to say well this is a definite that it's all depending off of what uh commission they're in what oh they're like state they're i got state. you yeah exactly yeah because um, they were in new york for the yeah, masvidal yeah, fight. apparently new york is a bunch of pussies yeah there you go there you go goddamn yankees <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, apparently they are very strict about, um, medical attention and they don't, I guess, want that, that blood sport, yeah. uh, kind of atmosphere in there. So, but this one was in Phoenix, I guess in the wild, wild west. They don't care. <laughs> no, as it should be. Fight, uh -huh. fight to the death. You know? Oh, <laughs> straight savage. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, well, no, definitely, um, Leon Edwards is going to be next for the winner of Kamar Usman and Colby Covington. How do you see that fight going down, Colby and Kamara, for the welterweight title? I mean, Covington, I mean, he's got the potential to, but, like, Usman is a fucking monster, man. He's just, like, he's yeah. scary as hell, and, like, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen many anybody really test him yet, you know? Right, right. Um, 
Yeah, he can definitely weather the storm. I mean, you can't deny that. Um, when he got clipped by Gilbert in that first round, yeah, um, he was definitely on skates for a second, but he pulled it back together and then and just made com- adjustments. Completely dominated him. Um, yeah, you know that first fight with him and Covington. They're both badass wrestlers, but they just wanted to slug it out. Hey, I'm always cool with that. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely more exciting. I like you, a ground game, you can't but you lie. know. No, no, Definitely no. more exciting. For sure, yeah. Because anybody has that puncher's chance. So yeah. um, it, Anybody's it, game. It can get risky. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that with that rematch, I feel like Colby is going to play it a little smarter. I feel like he will try to take it to the ground. Um, because Kamara Usman striking after he knocked out Jorge Masvidal, who's got sick boxing and his hands are, are uh, nice. Speaking of that knockout, that was like the most beautiful thing I've seen <laughs> yeah. in a long time. <laughs> yeah, that looked like a EA Sports fight night with yeah. the fucking sweat flying off his face. <laughs> That's like the perfect way to throw. A <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so I think that with that rematch. Um, I could see Kamaru Usman winning by decision. I don't think he finishes Colby this time. I think he wins by decision. Oh, yeah. And then I agree Colby will make up some fucking excuse. and He always does. Yeah. Come, he'll come calling for Donald Trump. And if, <laughs> <laughs> and if Usman and Leon fall, I mean, I'll probably give it to Usman. See, now that's going to be interesting. Yes, I do think Usman... Better ground game for sure. Striking-wise, I think Leon's a little more um, dynamic in the striking. Yeah, he was looking nice last night. Yeah, he's got the kicks. He can do everything um, kickboxing-wise and Muay Thai. Kamara is really more straight-up boxing, relies on his hands, and then pressure fighter, get to you, and then pin you up against the cage. Yeah, he was really tearing up Diaz's leg. He kept having to switch stances last night. Yeah, yeah, I watched the uh, the press conference this morning, and Dana White said that that leg was fucking done in the first round, and then that's just how tough Nate Diaz yeah, is. he's just, a monster, man. Yeah, like, he's not going down. <laughs> he's probably one of the most entertaining fighters to watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. His fan base is insane, and... Um, you know, it just makes you think all that wear and tear and that damage. Like, what what, what is he gonna look like in the next you know fifteen years or so? I don't think he gives a fuck. <laughs> he obviously doesn't, but I don't know, man. Dude, I want to see Nick back out there too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. So they gotta be. I think Nate's like thirty six or something. Six thirty seven. Yeah, so Nick's older, right? So he's. I think Nick's yeah. yeah Nate's he, the younger one, I believe. Yeah, so Nick's probably. 38, 39. Yeah, pushing Damn. the 40. Get it in before you're 40. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Who cares if you're past your prime, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. <laughs> um, yes, yes, very entertaining first three fights. And I thought that was smart that they made that a five-round fight as well. Dude, I think that was the first time they'd done a title fight five rounds. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... A non-title fight? Yeah. Um, well, usually always the main events, or okay. even if they're non-titles, they're five-round fights. But I think that's the first time where they had um, two championship bouts, and then I you can't even call it a co-main because the figure eight or Moreno was the co-main. So it yeah. was just the third to last bout, but it was five rounds, I guess because it's Nate Diaz, and they 
obviously he gets better as the fight goes on. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was smart that they did that. Yeah, they so, definitely, I think they set a bar for the next two fights last night. I was like, how are they going to live up to this? You know, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, you make a good point. It's definitely all the blood in the ring was from Nate Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> got him like a pig. Um, and then it looks like Damian Maya lost to Bilal Muhammad, which, you know, I think anybody could have picked that. But yeah. Damian Maya, he's 44 years old. This was his last fight on his contract. I'm thinking he's done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Agree with that. Yeah. I mean, he, he looked okay. Yeah, he time. got him, like, he tried to get his legs a couple times. Yeah, go for that single leg. But he just couldn't wrap it up. Nah. And Muhammad knew if he went to the ground, it could get dicey. So he kept it standing. Yeah. Definitely smart. Yep, yep. Um,. And then the first fight on the main card. Craig. That got... Yeah, he's scary. Definitely going to pose a problem. (laughs) Yeah. That guy's jujitsu, next level. He pulled guard within, like, the first 45 seconds of the fight. Definitely a fast worker down there. Oh, yeah, man. (laughs) Um, He trapped his arm once. Almost broke it. He got it out of it. Then he got him in the exact same move, but it was cool because he like transitioned to the other arm, so he snuck it in there and then dislocated his arm. Yeah, flopping like a fish. Yeah, man. They should have called that a little earlier. I know. They had a fucking Orville Redenbacher out there (laughs) (laughs) reffing this match. That guy had to be almost 70. Yeah, I don't think he could see shit. (laughs) It's probably not. But it was just a dislocation, you know, even though it looked like it just yeah. snapped it like all yeah. the way around. No, it looked really bad. So I'm glad that, uh, let's see, Jamal Hill, is that how you say his name? I believe so. Yeah, I'm glad uh, Jamal Hill is good. And he. It's, I don't think he's going to need surgery. He should be able to compete, hopefully, in the uh, next couple of coming months. So, yeah, man, UFC 263 was a success. Um, I do think it lived up to the hype. Me too, definitely. Yep, yep. Um, so the next pay-per-view is a very exciting one. We've got Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. The trilogy match. Yeah, this one to settle it all. Yes, yes. In the T-Mobile Arena, July 10th. That's going to be a fun day, man. Cause where, where is that at? Um, is it in Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's the day that we're playing that gig at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, shit. And you know they're going to have the fight Kill on, two birds so. with one stone. Yeah, man. man. That place is going to be very crowded. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> we're going to party. Y'all, did y'all plan that? Like, no, yeah, not really. Yeah, the yeah. stars aligned. I know. <laughs> yeah, after I uh, discussed with the band, I was like, uh, what days can we do? And they said the 10th. And I was like, oh, shit. That's the fucking yeah, McGregor It's going to be a full house. Oh, yeah, because we're going to bring a bunch of people just for the music, and then that's already going to be packed for that fight. So oh, yeah. it's going to be a good night. It's going to be a good night. Um, so tell me, how do you see uh, that rubber match going down? Um, I, I think Conor McGregor's embarrassed last time, so I think he's going to come in like... That's how I feel, too. ...pissed off and more focused, and I, I, I could see him take... But honestly, after seeing that last fight... It could go either way, obviously, but I think McGregor's going to come out. You know. Yeah, I guess the question is, being at the top, being at the peak of financial success, um, motivational success, you're 
an influencer to so many people. Yeah. Do you think that Connor still has that fire? Does he still have that determination? Or has he done all he can and he can walk away? After that last fight, I would say like he lost a little bit of the fire and like yeah, yeah he's got everything he needs now. He just sold his like tequila brand like I, oh I, the whiskey business a whiskey yeah. mom yeah, yeah excuse me but right, um again. like yeah I think he could like step away but I think he I think he doesn't want to leave it like he left it you know yeah, yeah. so if uh, he comes back and wins it if I was him I would call it well mm-hmm. regardless of what happens if he loses I would leave if he wins like because. Yeah. I guess he has him. I don't see him being a champion again. It's no. definitely, I guess, possible, but ah, I think he's at the end of his... That division is so fucking stacked now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, if he can't... I mean, if he loses to Dustin, like he did um, a couple months ago, I think it, the only fight that they can make for him is Nate Diaz after that. The trilogy. Well, I, I definitely watch it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would sell. <laughs> that fight's always there. Um, they're both stars. But, and, um, and they both hate each other. <laughs> yeah, they they probably do. I, I I don't know. You never know, like how much actual animosity is yeah. uh, true and what's just trying to sell the, the fight. All for the cameras. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I uh, I bet a hundred dollars on Conor McGregor with uh, Ryan uh, last weekend, and he's got a hundred on Dustin. So we'll see how that goes down. I just I don't think. You can't count out Conor McGregor. No, for His sure. striking is fucking top-notch. Um, yeah, cardio's not the best. If it goes into the later rounds, Dustin's going to have the edge. Um, and I think Conor's got to watch out for those calf kicks again. I mean, I think that's obviously why he lost that fight. He um, What's their age difference? Um, so, Conor is... That's a good question. Conor is, I want to say... 31 and Dustin's probably 33. I don't know. Oh, Dustin's are older? Actually, maybe not. Hold on. Let's see. Um, so Connor's 32. Oh, so he's still in. Oh, his, they're the same age 32 and 32. There's still Dustin in the, right there. They're in their prime. Like, the yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that first or the second fight. Connor was taking those calf kicks. It was obvious he was immobilized after that. Yeah, it was dead. Yeah, couldn't really move like he usually does. Couldn't dodge any more punches. So that's when Dustin started putting it on him, and that was pretty much a game set match. Yeah. What was this? Um, I I do think it's going to be much closer this time around. Like you said, I don't think he wants to get embarrassed like that. Yeah, he's going. I think he's going to be more focused and have a better game plan. Yep, yep. So, I see. uh, If Connor does win, I'm pretty sure he'll fight again if he wins. Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to think how he beats Dustin here. Possibly by decision. Yeah, I would. I don't think he'd knock him out, and I doubt it would end in submission. Yeah, I mean, he could he I mean, he could always get some flashy first round knockout. I mean, he's done it many of times, but Dustin is much more improved um compared to Connor in his career, so um So if Dustin wins, who who do you think he fights next? Well, I want to see Dustin the champion, honestly. So, he's going to get um Charles Oliveira, I would think. And 
That'd be a good fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that would be interesting. Because Charles Oliveira, definitely complete fighter, has a bunch of submission victories. Yeah, he's been around can for a while. Can also strike, yeah. And then Dustin. I think Dustin's got some of the best boxing in that division. Um, and he's also a black belt in jiu-jitsu. So that doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he almost tapped out Khabib with that guillotine. So, I mean, he's got... That, that, I forgot about that. That was close. That was close. Yeah, that would have been insane. And I wish I, I wish we'd see him fight again, you know. Khabib? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, looks like uh, he's a man of his word. Yeah, without and his dad. Yeah, they're I respect that. very strict to their... Family beliefs and religion, and it sounds like his mom yeah. doesn't well, want it. He went off compete. on top, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the way to do it, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then you have a great, you know, life after fighting, and you don't have all that damage to your face, and brain damage is non existent. So, yeah, yeah, it's important. Quality yeah. of life. Mm-hmm. It's a smart way to do it. Um,. Now, the rest of that card, I find it shocking that Greg Hardy is the co-main event. That might get switched around. Um, that's just what Google has right now. Or ESPN, I guess. But but I think the... Tai Tuivasa, who he's fighting, um, that should be a slugfest. I don't see that going to the ground. So, at the very least, it's going to be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um and then that Gilbert Burns and Wonder Boy Stephen Thompson fight, I'm looking forward to that one. That's going to be pretty slick, because Gilbert, world renowned jujitsu specialist, and then Wonder Boy Thompson, I would say between him and Israel Adesanya have the best striking in the UFC. He's got that same kind of karate kickboxing style, holds his hands very low and uses head movement and his kicks as a fucking... Do you think he'll be able to defend if Burns takes him to the ground? I don't know. See, that's where that's where it's going to get dicey. Like, I think Wonder Boy needs to keep it standing up. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that's a definite. Um, and if Gilbert can get him down, he's going to be in trouble. He's going to be in trouble. I mean, he might have a great defense and he might be able to get back up to the cage and like Izzy was doing last night. So yeah. there's that factor, but, um, yeah, he could always pull something out of his ass. If Gilbert wins by submission, I wouldn't say that's going to be, you know, an underdog stat by any means. No, that could not be, at all. Yeah. Yeah. So that could definitely happen. Um, then we've got Mr. Sean O'Malley, the, yes, He's one of my favorites. Yes, yes. He's entertaining. Yes. I'm not a fan of his hair, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw last night he changed it to just straight bleach blonde, so... I don't know. He's uh, he's an interesting character. He's He's got a shit ton of confidence. I mean, he's pretty cocky. I'd call him that, at least. Yeah, who was his one loss to? Uh, he lost to uh, Cheeto Vera, but I guess... I think... What the fuck's his name? Brandon? Hold on. Um, Marlon Bear. That's Marlon it. Bear. not Brandon Bear. Marlon Bear. Yeah, Marlon uh, Cheeto Bear. Yeah, he um was that a, by a submission or a knockout, or did that go to? This? I guess it was TKO. Um, he did the same thing, that fucking low calf kick, and just shut off his his. Uh, seems like his leg right kick, leg. It seems like leg kicks are more prominent like lately. 
They are, man. Um, leg kicks, leg locks. They're just, it's a whole nother aspect of fighting. Um, that guy, John Danaher. Yeah. Um, have you heard of him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was on Rogan um, two weeks ago, I think. I listened to that one. And that dude is like so um, philosophical. He, or philosophical. He um, used to teach at a college. He's a, he was a professor. Oh, really? In philosophy. Yep. And then he just dedicated his whole life to martial arts. And now mm-hmm. he's got all those fucking killers that are just straight jujitsu guys like Gordon Ryan. Um, well, Gary Tone, and he also fights in one championship. And then Craig Jones. Um, he was just on um, Joe Rogan as well not too long ago. And he always, well, not always, but he's trying to introduce that why ignore the second half of the body? Well, why just go for submissions on the upper body? You Definitely. Grab onto a limb down there and end the fight very fast. So yeah. you're seeing that kind of unfold um, more and more, especially with these younger guys coming up. Yeah, I just don't understand how someone would get their leg. they still be standing up with their leg like shot, you know? Like, yeah, I man. would be on the ground like a little bitch. You know? I know, dude. <laughs> if someone ripped my knee and tore an MCL or something. I don't know. I guess adrenaline takes over at that point, but god damn. Yeah, like, that can only do so much, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, now I'm not aware of this guy, Luis Smolka. Um, he's 17 and 7. I feel like <clears throat> I could see Sean O'Malley. Same kind of thing that, I hate to compare him to Jake Paul, but same kind of thing, like, <laughs> Picking those like cherry pick fights, yeah. trying to set him up so he's not getting demolished by somebody in the top ten right off the bat, because um, he has that kind of superstar persona as well. Definitely, um, you think he'd be a contender down the long line yeah. for the championship? Yeah, I think so. Um, his striking is amazing, um, and I guess his ground game's not bad either. I think he's got some submission victories. I'll have to look yeah, I've, I've caught a few of his fights. I haven't seen too many where he's gone to the ground. but Yeah, yeah. He definitely prefers standing. Um, same thing. Any fighter that can switch stances like that from orthodox to yeah. um, southpaw, you're going to be very difficult to plan for. Um, you're just going <clears> to <throat> have that extra element that yeah. Most camps can't really emulate when they're training for somebody. Yeah, like for that. someone to switch up stance, that sometimes fucks the other person up a oh, lot. Yeah. Especially yeah. like in the middle of a fight, they're just like, oh shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you're used to, you know, setting up your combination to that side. Well, yeah. now you got to um, recalculate everything. Yeah. Yep, yep. So he's very good at that. So I see him running through this uh, Luis fella here. And then I would like to see him get somebody in the top 10. Somebody that. decent. Yeah, because, I mean, that fucking division is stacked. I know that Dominic Cruz was kind of chirping at him, so that would be a good one. Sean O'Malley and Dominic Cruz. Hell yeah. I would like that a lot. Definitely. Yeah, man. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's been it's been awesome watching all these events. The fight nights are great as well. Um the free events that they're having at the UFC Apex Center. So yeah, it's yeah. awesome that there's something on every weekend. Yeah, I haven't been disappointed. They've been yes, yes. Bringing, bringing it. Exactly, exactly. Keep it up, Dana White. <laughs> yeah, man, he's killing it. Um, I was talking 
I think with Ryan last week, I don't know another person who could do that job. You know. Yeah, you were touching on a little last night. You were talking maybe Daniel Cormier. Yes, yes, I could but see yeah, DC doing it's, that. It would be weird to see someone else doing that, you know? Yeah. But I feel like Dana White, I'm pretty sure, has plenty of money. He can walk away at any time. Oh, yeah. But yeah. then again, it is his baby, you know? Like, yeah, no, I mean, it's his life, and there's no off-season there's events every weekend. Um, yeah, I've never really thought about that. Like the yeah, NFL, you have an off-season exactly. NBA. Like he's yeah. on it all the time. Yep, yep. He's um, he's got to go to matchmaking meetings every week. Um, it just never stops. Yep, yep. So pretty wild. Yeah, I don't. It'd just be weird seeing someone else up there. I know, I know. Um, yeah, I think. Somebody like DC could definitely do it. And I know you said Joe Rogan, so maybe he'll get the offer. <laughs> well, maybe. I feel like Dana would, hold, I, I, I Dana would hold on to it until he's like older I, shit. Yeah, I think Rogan's got too much going on. I don't think he wants that job. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> That's uh, signing your soul over to the devil. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, I think that's it for the mixed martial arts talk. So let's transition into some NFL here. All right. Now, wanted to talk to you about some updates. Well, I guess first we'll start off. Jordan is a Carolina Panthers fan. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And you uh, grew up in Carolina for yeah, yeah. most I'm, of your childhood, right? Yeah, I'm from Statesville. North Carolina. Originally, it's about an hour north of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I moved up here to Mechanicsville like in sixth grade and like Went to school and then went to the summer back in North Carolina until high school, and then I stayed up here. That's right. And been That's here right. ever since. Yep, yep. Yeah, I forgot to mention in the beginning. Um, for all you Atlee High School alumni of 2010, this will be a, a great episode for you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I went to high school with Jordan, graduated in 2010, and, you know, really didn't hear from you until i was looking for a roommate and you yeah, reached saw out the ad on facebook yeah exactly you know i'm glad you did man yeah. still haven't changed a bit no. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> um so yeah jordan is a panthers fan and unfortunately um they... better than being a redskins or excuse me washington ah, football yes, team <laughs> yes yes that's right that's right we are the laughing stock of the nfl i will admit that are y'all getting a mascot anytime uh, i highly doubt it i feel like they just know they're just gonna keep this in. yeah it's just gonna be some kind of football <laughs> mascot running around <laughs> uh you gotta love that <laughs> that an inclusive um I don't know, man. It's just, it's just embarrassing. Then you to get point. a new quarterback. Yeah, so we got, um, well, he's a veteran, Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> the, me. the beard. How many teams have he, has he played for? Like, um, I want to say thirteen. God, so damn. let's see. That is a good question. They just put. He'll play for every team before he's done. Dude, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, nobody's ever done that. That would be amazing. No, I don't think he's got that many years left. <laughs> I know, just one year contract. All right, I'm done. Next team. <laughs> but no, he's he's solid, man. Like yeah, be- no, he's um, he's a fucking gunslinger, man. Like before he left Miami, man, he was putting up some good numbers. So he's played for eight NFL teams. I thought it was more than that. I think Washington is number nine because that's not on here. He's not gonna play. He might be able to get half, half done. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, it's him, that uh, Heineke kid who okay, did pretty yeah. good at the end of the season. Um, so, do you know who they're starting? It's probably gonna be Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he's just got the most experience. He's a great leader. Um, I heard, I hear he's a great captain in the locker room. So definitely gonna be him, I would think. And then depending on how he performs, you know, Heineke could take over if Fitzpatrick is throwing three interceptions every single game. <laughs> How do you like having Rivera, who's my old coach? Yes, you know? yes. I like him. I like him. No, he's uh, he's no nonsense. Um, I feel like he does a good job of, you know, compromising with Dan Snyder, and he just doesn't roll over and does whatever yeah. he says. He's like, no, I'm the head coach for a reason. Like, you brought me in. I need to have some say. Yeah, it's was, not just your way or the highway. I was a little peeved when they let him go. Yeah. The same with Cam Newton, but... Yeah, I would say Carolina is definitely in a rebuilding stage, and for that, sure, that for could sure. be for the next couple of seasons. Unfortunately for you, yeah, we got Sam Darnold. Yeah, now. that was the next thing I was going to say. Um, how do you see that going? I mean, I I wouldn't have necessarily made that decision to bring. He's not a he's not a bad guy. He's still a young young quarterback. Yeah, he's got time to improve. I mean, I and I. I feel he'll do better than he w- was at the Jets. I feel like they weren't like yeah. the right fit for him or like helping him grow, so to speak. Yeah, the Jets are an but, awful I mean, organization. Only time will tell. I mean, hope like it's my team, so I'm hoping like he'll do good. But like honestly, yeah. I would have kept Bridgewater a yeah, little man. bit longer. But like going back to what I said a minute ago, like when Cam got hurt, I wouldn't have got rid. Of, I would have rode that out a little longer. But I'm one to like ride something to the wheels fall off, you know. <laughs> I gotcha. So, but um, I definitely would have kept right. Bridgewater. Still got that Jeep from high school. Hell yeah! <laughs> Never been off the road, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, my thing with the New York Jets. Did they ever have an offensive line that would really protect Arnold? No. Probably not. No. Um, when he was, when they were having any kind of headways, when they had Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Now I saw that. He's having some tiff with Andy Reid, and he'll never... Well, I guess he wasn't... I think he... Hold on. He had a one-year deal with the Chiefs, but I don't think he is with them anymore. But their other running back they had, he was the young guy? Yeah. Um, he was... He the was, rookie. Yeah, he was He was doing pretty good last year. What the heck was his name? Edward something. I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Sinclair or something like that. Um... What team is Le'Veon Bell on? Yeah, I think um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Is that his name? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Edwards-Hilaire. So Le'Veon Bell's a free agent. So, yeah. Um, When the Jets had him, they had a little bit of success after he was gone. Darnold was pretty much on an island. Didn't really have anybody. And then he ended up getting a mono, so he was out for like half the season, and just unfortunately didn't have a great experience with the Jets. So. Yeah, I forget. The reason I'm like doubtful on Sam Dorn, I just remember um, they did. Um, you know how they have them mic'd up on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what game it was. It was a couple years ago, but like the coach was talking to him. He, he was like throwing a bunch of picks, and Sam Dorn was like, "I'm seeing ghosts out there." Oh. <laughs> And I was just like, what? Like, <laughs> I'm seeing ghosts out there, like, My man. players say that to me. I'll be like, all right, get the fuck on the bench. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what's in that Gatorade, man? <laughs> yeah, so. I'm a little iffy on him, but, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, Only- yeah, yeah. Um, 
the problem is your division is pretty tough. Yeah, um, we got fucking Brady in there. Yep, now. yep. Buccaneers. I saw that they retained all 22 of their starters, so that's not good for you guys. <laughs> yeah, like I hate to say, it, but I could feel them like doing a repeat. Yeah, you know it's uh it's pains gonna, me to say so, but gonna be new you just can't deny greatness. Nah, I mean Tom yeah. Brady's yeah hell of an athlete. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just so admirable what that guy has been able to do over the last decade. Um, he's a perfectionist. I mean, yeah, can't deny it. And like his diet, that's how you his... build a championship. Yeah, his diet is so strict. Um, his kids. They eat avocado ice cream. They don't get actual ice cream. Avocado ice cream. Yeah, there, there is no sugar in the Brady household. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No sugar in his tank. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's how you build a championship football team, though. You can't be wrapped up in these multi-million dollar contracts where your cap is maxed out and you can't afford to pay your best yeah. receiver anymore. He's got to go somewhere else because obviously everybody has a value, but that's why the Patriots were so dominant in a dynasty. Tom Brady would take pay cuts so we could keep, he could keep all his offensive linemen. He could there's, keep there's all his. There's no other player who I would see who d- would do that. To exactly. win, but he he's a fucking winner. Like yeah, you know. yeah. He just cares about championship. He doesn't. <laughs> now it does help that he's married to uh, Giselle, who's yes. you know, worth more than he is. But <laughs> <laughs> we all can't be that lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Bastard. Motherfucker. But um, yeah, he he's the reason Gronk went down there. Antonio Brown. Yeah, like, man. Like holy shit. Um. Yeah, you'll probably see fucking Edelman come out of retirement now and go down there. And then the, <laughs> we're not gonna win. <laughs> and then you always have the New Orleans Saints as well. Um, Drew Brees, you know he's done, but Who I it? didn't pay attention to what they drafted. But I'm I'm sure they're they got Taysom Hill in the back of their mind. Yeah, I mean, he um when Breeze was hurt this year, he started a couple of games. I mean, he's not bad, but I mean, he's like he plays every position. Like he's ridiculous. Like, yeah, he's yeah, a hell you of can, an athlete. Yeah, you can run that kind of complex offense with him. You can do those read options and RPO packages and quarterback draws, and he can also pass. So he's definitely a utility guy, no doubt. So who's who's their starter? Jim Winston is that? I guess so because he's you know strictly quarterback where Taysom Hill can play other positions, but um, and he played for the Bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still he's in the, the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked if Taysom Hill beat out Winston in this uh, training camp for the starting spot. Because, I could, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Winston is that impressive. No, I mean he's he's solid, I guess, but he's just a gunslinger, man. And when you have somebody like that, same thing with Ryan Fitzpatrick, you're gonna turn the ball over if you. Yeah, you're either gonna score. Yeah, if you throw, the, yeah, if you throw the ball more than an average of you know forty to fifty yards, and you keep trying to stretch the field like that, eventually the defense is gonna catch on, and they're gonna be waiting for you. So definitely, it does make it exciting to watch, but unfortunately, you have those repercussions. So, yeah, so it looks like Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, and then this Trevor Sleeman fellow. Um, and then they got Ian Book in there. 
Might have just got drafted. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if Taysom Hill ends up taking that spot. So we'll see what happens. I mean, yes, he can be used at many other positions. So they could do the kind of thing they do with Drew Brees where they have tandem quarterbacks. Yeah. You come in, then you come in, and they keep subbing him out. So, But I definitely think they're in a rebuilding stage, so to speak. True. I mean – it's almost impossible to replace Drew Brees. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks the NFL's ever seen. So, but I think I think we could come second in the division this year. I don't see the Falcons doing much, and then yes. the Saints. But like Tampa Bay is definitely the biggest threat. Yes, for definitely, us. And, yeah. and the whole NFL. I'd say that too. Yeah, yeah NFC East, no doubt. Um, that was the next thing I was going to ask you. So you probably saw that Julio Jones went to the Titans. Yeah. Left the Falcons. What do you think uh, Tennessee's going to be like now? Hopefully they won't lose in like the first round or whatever. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, they're running back with Henry. Yep. He's fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. So now I, they have Derrick Henry. They have Julio Jones. And they have A.J. Brown. They all average six foot four in height. 200 and... 40 pounds, they're just beasts. They're definitely a threat. I just think it's their game to fuck up, you know? Like, Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, you know, they do have Ryan Tannehill. He's, <laughs> he's choked in situations. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not no, the worst. Right. But, um... I, um... I could see them doing pretty well this year. I, I think they're going to be able to put up a lot of points. I could even see... I was talking about this with Ryan uh, last episode. I could see them doing a lot of screens this year, like wide receiver yeah. screens. Imagine throwing the ball out to Derrick Henry for a screen, and then you have Julio Jones blocking for him and A.J. Brown yeah, they're, they're, and the rest of the offensive line. Yeah, it's just like the Monstars coming at you. <laughs> yeah, they're big dudes, man. Yeah. <laughs> so... I wouldn't want to be playing defense against that. So how do you think your division's going to play out? Well, to be honest, <laughs> I think the fuck, Gi- I fuck think, Dallas, by the way. Just yeah, yeah, out. fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> um, they can eat dicks, but they're going to. I want to take anything away from them. I do think Dak Prescott is going to be. I saw some like video of him like tra- he's. He, He's looking good. Like he's recovered yeah. from that. Yeah, it seems like the rehab went very well. It um, was a nasty injury. Long, yeah, he's gonna be, I think, just a lot more conscious about that. He's not gonna take as much hits. He's gonna learn to slide. He's gonna learn to get out of bounds. Just because you have a big frame like that, you gotta still learn how to protect your. Yeah, body. definitely. That's what the problem was. Like Cam, like he was. I think. Yeah, he's like, the exception. Yeah, yeah. But that's why he was like prone to injury. He's just throwing himself like. Yeah, he reminds me of shit. Nate Diaz. He just takes punishment, and yeah. keeps playing, doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Which I admire, but like for your quarterback, can't be taking hits. Yeah, like that. yeah. You need to be sliding, not yeah. diving head first. Um, our division, I do think New York's going to be pretty good this year. The Giants, Saquon Barkley coming back. Um, that Daniel Jones kid can play. He's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, yeah he's looking yeah. good. Yeah. If they can get an offensive line to protect him and he's got time in the pocket, he can shred a defense. For sure. But for sure. Obviously, being in, yeah, I think this is his fourth year now. I think so. No. Yeah, yeah. So he's still, you know, pretty new, I would say. He's going to have to develop that pocket presence when. 
the pockets collapsing and the defensive ends are coming in. You got to get rid of the ball. You got to run, which he does have speed. So he's got that on his side, but he does take a lot of sacks, does fumble the ball a lot when he gets hit in the the, um, pocket. So he's going to have to obviously improve that if they want to be a force to be reckoned with in the NFC East um, or the NFC uh, conference. Now, well, what about the Eagles? I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be too stellar this year. I mean, they have a new head coach, so that's going to take some chemistry to build. Um, you know, it's funny. They definitely would have beat us in the last game of the season, but they took Jalen Hurts out in like the third quarter. Why did why'd they do that? Honestly, because... They're just trying to save him? Like. No, I think they might have had a tiff going on with Doug Pedersen, the head coach. But also, Giants fans are saying the conspiracy is that they did that because if we would have lost, then the Giants would have gotten in the playoffs. So it's who does Philly hate more, the Redskins or the Giants? I never, I never, I didn't hear about that. That's crazy. I don't think they'd be that petty, but that's why. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's funny because Ryan was on last week and he's a Giants fan and he brought that up and I was like, yeah, you would bring it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would. Oh, we're just yeah, we don't want the Giants in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I guess that hatred runs deep. Um, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So I think. Giants could be first. I think we're going to be in second. I do think we're going to be able to score some points this year. And no, and my bad. No offense against your division, but is it you think it's going to be the worst division again this year? God, I hope not, but I guess can't speak too soon. Um, yeah, it was a, a dumpster fire last year, and it always depends on injuries. You know, do, yeah. do the top players make it the whole season? You know, Saquon went out, Dak Prescott went out. Um, well, I think that's what it was like happened a lot last year. They didn't like train as much, like yeah. No, Carson because, Wentz had a horrible season because of the shorter year because of the pand- yes. pandemic. Yes. So I don't think they trained as much. Like Christian McCaffrey on my team, you yeah. got hurt early on. I just don't think they were ready. So I think it's going to be different. Of course, injuries are going to happen, but right, right. But I think they're going to be better prepared, more in shape. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, they're just. If anything, minor injuries, and they're not season-ending. Yeah. So yeah, McCaffrey's yeah. not our whole team, but he's definitely like I do. I need him. This he year. might be your whole offense. Maybe yeah, not yeah, your whole yeah. team. <laughs> I mean, we got Robbie Anderson. He's a solid receiver. Oh yeah, he yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, if Darnold can get the ball to him. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, man. Um, so the yeah, I guess if I had to. So I'm going to say, same thing I said last week, I I would say Giants, Washington, Cowboys, Eagles. I think that's how that finishes out. I could see that. Yep, yep. Which is almost how it finished out last year, but we ended up stealing that first spot only because Philly gave us that game. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'll take it. Yeah, you know, a win's a win, and... Unfortunately, we got paired up against Tom Brady in the first round. Hey, at least y'all made the play. It was within two points um, at a segment in the game, so I was feeling <laughs> reassured, but then Tom Brady turned it Crushed on. your dreams. Man. That was it. Yeah, yeah, so. so, yeah, man. Um, very excited for the upcoming NFL season here. 
Yeah. And um, can't wait for fantasy football to start again. I don't yeah. know if you're interested in doing that again. No, no, I definitely am. I'm the, I got the, I'm the holder of the trope, the fucking That's toilet right. bowl, apparently. Yes. So I got to redeem myself. Yes, first place gets the pristine uh, belt. And then last place gets a nice little bronze toilet trophy. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Hey, man, I got last the year before, so it's pretty much been in my See position. See it every day when I walk out. reminds me of how much a big a piece of shit I am. <laughs> Dude, fantasy, it can be brutal, man. If your team, I mean, obviously your draft has to go well, but yeah. then if you have injuries, I mean, you're kind of screwed. Michael Thomas kind of fucked me last year. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was fighting players dramatic. in practice and shit. Yeah, just fucking outlandish. That sucks. Um, Definitely not drafting him this year. We're talking to bring in two more people, make it a 12-man league. Oh, really? And I was talking with Mike. I would like to up the ante and make the pot a little larger. Of course. I also understand having a 12-man league, you're not going to have as many free agents to pick from because the teams are going to be... That that just means your draft is that much more important. Exactly. Exactly. So... I was thinking maybe a hundred dollar buy in. We did fifty last year. Maybe we can meet in the middle and go seventy five. Yeah, I'd be cool with hundred. Yeah, yeah. Make it two hundred. Fuck it. Heard it here first, y'all. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, I've never won fantasy football, but I seem to think I could. I have a chance every year. <laughs> yeah, in any league I've been, I think the closest I come is like fourth or fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got third one year in a twelve man league, and I just got my money back. I didn't even. Who win who won in our league this year? That was fucking Doug. Hell yeah. Yep, yep. Um, Dougie Fresh. That's back to back. He uh, won it the year before as well. So. Um, Shit. You can't let him get the triple, man. That's right. <laughs> Shit. I know, I know. We need to. Uh, I'm just hoping to make need the to playoffs. manipulate his draft. Oh yeah. Cheat. <laughs> That's right. Um. Yeah, man. Um. So, let's transition into a little NBA playoffs here. All right. Now, I haven't been keeping up as much as I'd like to. I've been extremely busy with school. Um, a lot of schoolwork in the evenings when the games are on. So I haven't really been able to pay attention. But I did watch the Nets and the Bucks the other night. Um, looks like the Nets are up two one. And the Bucks squeaked that win out at the end. It was very close. Yeah. Um, and James Harden wasn't playing. Is he hurt? Or? Yeah, I believe so. I haven't been paying it's much some attention. Some kind of myself. hamstring injury, I think. Let's see if they've got an update. So, latest on his status. And. He is still not back to full health after re-aggravating his hamstring in game one. Is he and pra- he is likely out for Sunday's game, which is today. It looks like he will not be playing. Is he practicing at least? Um, Maybe. I don't know. It sounds like they're, uh, they're I wanting mean, he's him definitely to makes be gingerly it, on it. He definitely makes an impact, but I feel like they can... They got enough star power without him for the time being. They, yeah. They're going to need him for the finals or the yeah. next for sure. But Yeah, I would say um, if Jokic didn't get MVP, I think Kevin Durant was next in line. That dude is unreal. He can 
make a shot from anywhere. I mean, he's probably the closest thing. This could be a hot take, but he's probably the closest thing that we have to Kobe Bryant right now. And like you say, he's the first center to win MVP since like Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, yeah, Jokic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, him on the other hand, dominant center, can also shoot threes, which you don't see too often from big guys. No, so definitely that, not. That's what makes him super dynamic. That's my issue I have with um, Giannis on Milwaukee. That dude, wingspan is fucking 90 inches. <laughs> he can play defense on anybody. He can shut people down, but... His shot is awful, <laughs> and if he's gonna score, he's either gonna, he's probably gonna end up dunking it on your ass or just post you up. Yeah, which, you know, typical center behavior. Yeah, yeah. Um, crazy thing is he doesn't even play center. He's oh. like power forward. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. He um, looks like a center. He does. He does. <laughs> he's got he's got the the body frame. Now they have um, Brooke Lopez. He's the oh center, yeah, yeah, which he's very good as well. Um, so Milwaukee's no punk. And they have um, Chris Middleton, who I think is the dark horse in, on that team. Like, if you want to score, give him the ball. That motherfucker can play. <laughs> yeah, he's underrated as shit. So, um, but I guess yeah, I, I I don't see Milwaukee taking the Nets down. So no, that would be definitely an upset. I mean, yeah. it's possible, but yeah, I mean they're ranked right under him. Um, more of an upset would be Atlanta against Philly. Um, they're number five. Philly was number one. <clears throat> and Bede's a stud. How close was the game that Atlanta beat Philly? You know? The last one? That was the last one? Well, let's see. Because what's the box score here? Because I'd like to see Atlanta go. But I'll, I'm always pulling for the under. Uh, 127, 111, so it wasn't really close. Yeah. Um, High score. Yeah, man. Um, like last year, I was pulling for Miami, you know. Oh, I know. In the but, I, but I'm yeah. a big Jimmy Butler fan, you know. Yeah, Jimmy buckets, boy. Jimmy buckets. Yeah, man, that was fun to watch. Um, Tyler Hero, that kid, he had a dude. He did great this in, year. He did great in the playoffs until the end, and then he yeah. just like I, I feel like. The stardom or, like, you know, got to him, maybe? Yeah, like uh, Kevin said, hanging out with Jack Harlow too yeah. much. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't lie. I'm going to probably do the same thing, but, like, yeah. you, know, you need to focus on your basketball. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try to win not this improve, championship. Not improving and, uh, Harlow's jump shot, you know? Yeah, let's let's shut up LeBron. <laughs> um, Definitely. Yeah, so let's look at the uh, the West Coast here. West Conference. So that's Utah and the Clippers. Yep, yep. So Donovan Mitchell is on fire right now. Do you think they've got enough uh, limelight and firepower to eliminate Kawhi Leonard and um, Paul George? My opinion, no. I think the Clippers mm-hmm. probably are going to. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It could get interesting because Utah's up one game on them now. Um, but. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard, I think he's yeah, one he, of the top just five players. To, if he goes off, like, yep, yep. there's not much they can do about that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so that game is tomorrow, as well as the Suns and the Nuggets, who are on the verge of, out of all, sweeping them. Out of all the games, uh, the series, the Denver and the Phoenix one, that's been the most entertaining. I've seen. That's the only one I've been watching for oh, real. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Um, that Devin Booker kid is on a next level. Chris Paul is playing out of his mind right now. 
and the fact that they took down the Lakers. I mean, that's that's saying a good amount. Right Denver's there. got a solid team. I hate to see them get sweep, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, not having Jamal Murray that hurts them a lot because that kid can, you know, he's a game changer for sure. He's another one that can score from anywhere. Um, just a very solid point guard. Um, so with my prediction, I'm thinking that the Suns sweep Denver. I agree. You know, I could see, man, I don't know. It just seems like Paul George just isn't showing up for some reason. And, you know, former Olympian, um, it's just, it, it's it's kind of wild to see um, the Utah Jazz just take uh, dominance right now over them. And I could see Donovan Mitchell leading them to the semifinals. So we'll see what happens and how it unfolds. Yeah, I, I, I see um, Phoenix taking Denver, but I, I have a feeling the Clippers might – Oh, surpass Utah, so I could see that's who I think, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think Philly over Atlanta and um, Brooklyn over Milwaukee. Yep, yep, I think you're correct there. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think the finals it's going to end up being the Suns and the Nets. Yeah, which should be pretty entertaining. I'm, I mean, Chris Paul, you know, he's a North Carolina native too. You Dude, know? I would love to Wake see Forest, him win a like championship. He, yeah, like so, I'm definitely probably be pulling for the Suns, but the Nets, like, I won't be surprised if they, yeah, you know, taken. Yeah, Kyrie Irving, one of the best in the league. Um, it, you know James Harden's going to be playing. so Definitely. On but, paper, they should win. They also have Blake Griffin. He's been doing okay lately. Um, so, yeah, man. it's uh, Yeah, I'm cool with whoever. It's getting down to the wire. As long as it ain't the Lakers, you know, they're going. So like that. That's right. <laughs> Thank God they're out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I understand LeBron is the face of the NBA, and the maybe he face. was uh, the ugly. <laughs> maybe he was spending too much time on the Space Jam set and wasn't. Yeah, or doing those Mountain Dew commercials, doing the fucking salsa and shit. Like, oh, that's right. You yeah, didn't I didn't know what it was. Night. It's a Mountain Dew commercial, apparently. Oh, yeah. Even though yes. there's no Mountain Dew in the whole fucking commercial, just him dancing, fucking. <laughs> Yep, yep. The sponsors never stop with those guys. Do you think anybody's going to leave the Lakers? Do you think that... Um, or LeBron's going to be like, fuck this? <laughs> nah, I think he likes playing with Anthony Davis, so they're probably going to try to stick together. Um, I guess they brought in Drummond. He's pretty good. I'm not sure what his contract was, if it was a one-year or three-year or something like that. Um, I guess it just depends on cap space and if they can afford to keep everybody. I don't think their team is bad by any means. I think they just got screwed with Anthony Davis being out. Yeah. Um, and then LeBron, he got hurt as well. Um, so they just had a shaky season, unfortunately, with they, injuries. They just need to build a deeper bench, you know, not That's just it. rely on that. Like, of course, you're going to have your superstars, but you need some people who can pick up the slack, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Unless you're Jimmy Butler and you can play a whole game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that in the playoffs last year. I think he played like 48 straight minutes. Like, dude, I, th- like, I remember in the play, like, Drogic, he got hurt. Like, he was yeah. one of their, like, dude, if he was there for, like, those, like, I feel they might have mm-hmm. beat the Lakers, mm-hmm. but, you know, could have, would have, should have, who knows. That's right, that's right. Yep, so that'll be, that'll be coming unfold here very soon. And um, then there's always that kind of, 
that slow part of sports during the summer when yeah. not much going on. That's why UFC's great, because that'll be on still. Well, I think we got the Olympics this summer, right? Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah the Olympics are coming on. Um, are, you a, are you a fan? Do you like to watch the events? Yeah, you know, I like beach volleyball, of course. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's always a, a nice gaze to Just, look at. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> Um, nah, but I'm excited because um, you know, I've been skating since I was a kid. You know, they this is oh, the first year skateboarding yeah. is in it, so you know, oh, I'm interested in that. I didn't think know. about that. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, that'll be cool. Some X Games. Yeah. And I used to watch swimming, but it's probably because Michael Phelps, you know, and shit. Right. Like, yeah. You know, I glance at it. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And of course, soccer. Soccer, soccer. So, um, yeah, I'd like to see if they're doing any of like the judo. Well, like I was just pissed off a few years ago when they got rid of wrestling. Like, oh, they got rid of it. Yeah, like wrestling and track and field are like the foundation of the Olympic Games. You know, like I didn't know that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, I'm pretty sure wrestling's not in in it anymore. I I think they still have boxing. I want to say. Interesting. I could be wrong. Yeah, let's look that up. In February 2013, the IOC voted to drop wrestling from the Summer Olympic program. Wow. Yeah, I disagree with that. Yeah, like that's that's one of the main well, things. Well, like the, what does this the, say? The ancient Greeks were doing, and they're just going to take it out. It will now join the program of the 2020 Games, which were awarded to Tokyo on Saturday. Um, so this was... No, that was back in... Wait, what? Why does that say 2013, but... They're talking about 2020. Huh. Well, well I, I hope they bring it back. Yeah, I mean, I just thought that was... And I'm not, I'm not really a fan of wrestling. I do like to watch the Greco-Roman style versus mm-hmm. like collegiate, you know, yeah. because it's more stand-up. They don't really shoot, you know? Yeah, more uh, hip tosses and yeah. trips and sweeps and stuff like that. And I feel I like think are the more effective takedowns. Honestly. And I feel like wrestlers who come from a Greco-Roman style succeed more in the... UFC than I agree collegiate wrestlers. I agree with that. The thing with collegiate wrestlers and that traditional style is, yeah, double leg takedowns are great, single leg takedowns are great, but when you have your head trapped yeah, on your right. hip like that, you get set up for chokes pretty easily. Definitely. Um, when you're using underhooks and pumbling and tripping, you land on top of them in a dominant position already. You're not trying to work your way up yeah. from the double leg. Like collegiate wrestling, like don't get me wrong, it definitely takes skill. I just feel like for the transition, like to UFC, mm-hmm. yeah, that background. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. Cool, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder if so. If wrestling's banned, I wonder if they have judo. Um, I'm not sure about that. Let's see. Yep. Cool. Well, that's takedowns. That's fun to watch. That so, is like so they still all hip they still have judo. Yes. So um, judo is you you wear the gi like that, and it's a lot of collar grabbing. So and, you can grab the gi and use yes, that by yeah. I so it's it's mainly tripping, sweeping. There's really no wrestling takedowns. Yeah, yeah. It's all hip tossing. Um, it's pretty fun to watch. Um, that's where. Ronda Rousey really got her. Uh, oh, yeah that that was her first uh, martial art. That's why she's so dominant at throwing girls and then arm barring <laughs> them in a matter of twenty seconds. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep, she's yep. In, she's in the WWE now, isn't she? Is she still or did she uh, quit? She might have quit. Hold on, that's where you go for your career to die. I guess. Dude. <laughs> 
I went to one of those events um, a few years ago when she just started, and uh, she's uh, quite the looker in person. I won't lie. I would imagine being there is entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, she wasn't um, competing. She was just making an appearance and like got on the desk. Does it look faker in person? Um, yes, <laughs> but there was uh, there were some parts where it was real. Like I can't remember the guy's name, but. One of the wrestlers. So we had essentially ringside seats. Yeah. And one of the guys was making some dramatic, you know, <laughs> speech, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talking shit. And he's behind me. And then one of the the heels of the <laughs> sport come up behind him with an acoustic guitar, smash <laughs> him in the back. And I hear the strings go, ding, dong, ding. So oh, like, so it was and, real guitar. Yeah, I was like, whoa. And like, it was probably like some cheap, like $50 guitar, but still. They, they might have weakened it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. It's intense. Remember back in the day, they used to use steel chairs, apparently. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, it looks like she is still active in the WWE. Okay. Well, good for her. Yeah, man, gotta... Whatever pays the bills. Make that money somehow, yeah, exactly. Alright, guys, so we have reached the part in the show where I am going to shine the spotlight on my guest over here, and we're gonna ask him a few questions about his backstory and what has led him to where he's at now in this crazy thing we called life. (laughs) So Jordan, um, like he said earlier, has been working in the restaurant business for the last 15 15 years, man. Half my life. Yep, yep. That is a long grind. Um, I only worked in the restaurant business for, I would say, two years in total. And it's definitely wear and tear. It's long nights, um, long hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you... What is it about the restaurant business that you specifically enjoy? Um, I mean, of course, I love food, love to eat, you know. Yeah, yeah. You see, I'm skinny as shit. I need to eat more. <laughs> but um, like, I, honestly, like, I mean, it's all I've had, like. It's the first job I've ever had. Like, I've done like stuff like side work for like business, you know, and shit like that. Like helping like moving companies and shit. But um, dude, I honestly like working, like serving people, you know, like yeah. like. Yeah, I feel that's, like that's the foundation. I mean, customers can be assholes, you know, but like, sure. you know, they, yeah, but they, yeah. they're always the good ones. And shit. And I'm uh, just like working in customer service more. So. Right, exactly. exactly. The food's a plus on top of that. Yep, you know? yep. Yeah, I remember you telling me um, one day you have aspirations of opening up your own food truck. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Is, like, is that still uh, yeah, a goal? That's, yes, yes. So as I say, I'm moving to... Uh, Hanover, you know, mm-hmm. in August, or the end of August, you know, mm-hmm. way cheaper. I'm trying to just, and I got this new job coming out. I'm just going to try to stack money. And I've been looking on buying at food trucks and hopefully I can buy one soon. Good, and I'm man. looking to start like a bakery type one, nice. you know. That'd be awesome. Man. Like coffee awesome. and stuff. Yeah. So you would um, potentially have that here in Richmond or what kind of location are you thinking? Well, yeah, I would, I haven't really thought about that i mean i've thought about my brother lives in california maybe moving out there but like richmond i mean this is a perfect place for especially downtown you know and say downtown and there's a there's a lot of other food like of course competition but this is i mean yeah perfect perfect place i mean yeah especially the pandemics rolling down you know everybody's Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think uh, downtown would be great. I think Scott's Edition would be great as well. And I was really thinking about it before, and I'm glad I didn't start doing shit before the pandemic because, you know, then it would have... Because, like, yes, you see a lot of, like, like Sullivan's. uh, That's just a regular restaurant, but a lot of businesses went out. Well, unfortunately, they didn't have a food menu. All they survived off of was drinks. So that was essentially a bar, and that was it. So when the pandemic first happened, the only places that survived were takeout menus, um, takeout food. So they didn't have anything. So their, their capital went to shit real quick. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, man, I, I have the utmost respect for people that take that career path. Um, it doesn't pay an astronomical amount um, like we said, long hours, long yeah. nights, but you do, you do, in my experience, at least <clears throat> you meet a lot of cool people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have some great experiences with people that you never thought you'd meet, um, that just come up and sit at the bar one day and then you start shooting the shit with them. And they're like, Oh, I'm the owner of such and such. And you get their card and then Definitely. you know, you make uh network. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, that's one thing I really liked about it um, when I did it for that brief period. Yeah, man. Um, so after high school, long ago, back in 2010, what was your first plan of action after graduating? Was it to get go straight into a university, community college, or did you hit the ground running with uh, working full-time? Well, I... I was working like full time, like yeah, straight out of high school. But I went to JSARS for a little bit. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. But I only went there for like a year or something. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm like halfway to getting my associates. I'm that's I'm pretty sure I'm gonna start going back, going Good. back to school. That's awesome. Doing man. some online. Heck yeah. And um, and what was your uh, your major? Your business. Area? Business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do have a good business mind. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. I'm probably gonna work on getting my finishing, getting my associates in that. To help me with my food truck business yes, and exactly because the more knowledge ain't gonna hurt you know yeah no no, no knowledge is power man uh, uh, i know that's cliche but <laughs> it's true it's true definitely yeah for me man i don't know about you but i had no idea what i wanted to do until about fucking six months ago like i, I mean been... I, this is still i did but yeah i'm still a little like you know yeah yeah same um, thing. I don't think anyone ever truly, like, you know, to... Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely some outliers. Um, like Mike, um, he's wanted to be a, a scientist ever since he was 18, so... Yeah, he some, did, he some, did the damn he thing. He did it, <laughs> He did it. Yeah, that was a... It was a 10-year plan, but he did it. Yep, yep. And, uh... Yeah, for me, straight out of high school, same thing. I went to community college, but... Didn't really know what I wanted to do. Yeah, that, that was the, the same thing with me. Like, mm-hmm. It was just like you thought that was the next step you're supposed to right, do, do right. after high school. You know? Right. And in the long run, it kind of is. Yeah, um, yeah. If you ever want to pursue the whole graduate or undergraduate program, at the very least. Um, but yeah, I ended up um, getting into like a teacher prep program in social sciences. I was thinking of becoming like a high school physical education teacher and coach sports at the same time, making a little extra money because um, I did have experience with coaching 
middle school football and I did wrestling one year and I did high school lacrosse one year. So that was kind of my game plan. Um, The disheartening part was the the praxis exam that all teachers have to pass to get their certifications. Um, Even if you just wanted to teach physical education, you have to know all the math so you can pass that section. Uh You have to be able to do all of the science and writing and all of that. Like, you were going to teach it. Don't, like, gym teachers, like, sub sometime for, like, other classes? Yes, yes, exactly. That's probably why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, that was the obstacle that I ran into, and... I don't know. I guess I just didn't think it was worth it in the long run. Do substitute teachers have to do the same thing? Or? Um, I don't think so. I was about to say because well, who did we have? Mr. Beasley. You remember his? Like I don't think I don't think he. Dude. <laughs> shout out to Mr. Beasley if you're still alive, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. He's definitely. Uh, I loved him. He anytime you walked into the classroom and you saw him at the front, you're like, today's gonna be. No, nah, I remember day. like I'm not proud of. It. I remember like senior year, like he came in. I was like, I'll take attendance for you and marked me and like I think a couple of our friends, like Robbie might have been one of them, and fucking like marked us as present and then we left. <laughs> oh my god! So I didn't mean to take advantage. Down went to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I probably went and got high. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my god, dude! Yep, dude, I remember that back in the day. We <laughs> remember uh, Balderson's class. Yes, yes. So back when the overhead projectors were a thing, um, somebody, <laughs> somebody wrote like just some. I think it was like pussy, like just something <laughs> one word on the overhead projector, and Beasley turns it on, and I'm assuming he doesn't see it or he can't read it. And <laughs> yeah, them glasses were thick. Yeah, yeah. it just. It just said pussy on the wall for half of the class. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, so. Who was the other teacher in there? It was Balderson and. Probably Moran, right? Moran. Well, no. No, it was a redhead dude. Um. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, he was a cool yeah. dude. He was cool. Yeah, he, he was like one of those hometown Guys or hometown kids like went to Atley himself, graduated, and then ended up working there. So pretty yeah, I'm pretty well. sure he caught me skipping one time. He's like, you "Just go." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I would have done the same thing. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man. Ah, nothing like high school, right? Yeah, it seems, I can't believe it's been that long ago. It seems like the other day. I know, I know. I just, you know, I still don't feel that old, man. No, I know, um, but my body's starting to tell me. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, we're sitting at uh on the cusp of thirty now. Yeah, so. December for me. Is it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fuck. So. Yeah, it was uh it was good times and learned a lot, man. Um, and then one more question I wanted to ask before we wrap this up. All right. So you are quite the weapon, um, kind of activist, I guess you would say. Yeah, um, I've, yeah I've been getting into it in the yeah, past you've few years. Yeah, taught me a few things about guns and firearms. Um. So my question for you, have you taken any kind of weapon training class, or um, if not, like, would you be opposed to it? No, I, I, ha- I have from, to get your concealed carry permit, you have to go to a That's right. gun, a gun safety that. class or whatever. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. I believe it, like, I, I think you have to for any, but, like, it varies by county, like, with Henrico, 
because well, that's where I got one. You just go to like I went to Colonial Shooting Academy. It's like uh-huh. a day course. I did it with my mom. Oh, you fine. can like bring your own gun, or they give you one. But the one they gives you is like an old ass little twenty two. Like yeah, it's like yeah, it's about yeah. to blow up if you shoot it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you just go to that, and then with Henrico, you just send it online, and they send you in the mail. Hanover's a little different. You have to actually go to the courthouse with your paperwork that's what and, I thought. Yeah. and get it. But like it varies by county. Okay. But that's the only one I've been to. But okay. like I would definitely be open for like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the more training, the better, because guns are no joke, you know. Yeah, Safe, man. Safety first, then teamwork. Yeah, say. seriously. Um, what about like any kind of training with um, like bow staff or? Um, no, I've never had. I've I've shot like swords just some, or anything uh, like that. I mean, I have a shit. Like I have probably over fifty knives. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I've I, seen I'm, a few I'm, of them. I'm, yeah. I'm big in the <laughs> knives, but like not necessarily swords. Never had any proper training. It's just like. I believe it's good that when you're anywhere to have a knife, maybe like a lighter, some way to make fire, you know, it's just good to have on you. Like, yeah. you, never, you never know when it'll come in handy. Not necessarily for like self-defense, but like, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just as a tool. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally get that. Um, but I've shot I've shot a bow a few times. Like, it's, it's harder than it, it looks. You've shot a bow? Yeah, like... Oh, oh, oh sorry. Out. I meant like a uh, bow staff. Oh, like oh, training shit, with like a sword or oh, like no. that, kind, that kind of weapon. Yeah, no, I would yeah. probably get fucked up in a sword fight. <laughs> well, the reason I ask is because um, at MMA Institute down in Chesterfield, shout out to Rick McCoy. Um, they actually have a class where they um, train oh, really? stuff like no, that. Never. Yeah. No, I'd be down yeah. to take that. Yeah, yeah. I see them like, I mean, it's light sparring, but they're using like wooden swords. Wooden wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty wild. Yeah. I feel like that'd be fun to do. Yeah, be a samurai. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so I think we're at a good mark here. We're at a good mark, man. man um, had a blast, man. Yeah, dude, did a great job. Did a great job. I appreciate you stepping in, man. Um, originally, we were supposed to have somebody else on the show, but they had to cancel because of work. So Jordan stepped up, and I really appreciate it, oh. man. Anytime, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. It's very convenient that you live here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I wanted to, of course, promote the band again. Um, the Medics at um, The Medics RVA, Facebook, Instagram. Follow us on Spotify. Um, give us a share and a listen. Really appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> Beat ups. Yes, yes. We have our upcoming gig at Buffalo Wild Wings, Virginia Center Commons. So, everybody that's listening to this local, be there or be square. Um, starting at 6 p.m., ending at 9, and then the Conor McGregor fight, or the main card at least, is going to start at 10, so stick around for an after party, I guess you could say. Um, <clears throat> now, also wanted to touch on the email again, so if you guys have any suggestions for me, any segments I need to implement, um, any feedback at all, incompetentsportsreport at gmail.com. And um, I would just love any uh, any suggestions you guys have. So, Jordan, do you have anything else that you want to plug? Anything else you want to say? No, nah, man, but thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's man. Really, it's yeah. fun. I was a little nervous, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Yep, yep. Nah, dude, the first podcast I did with Mike, I was kind of shaking. I was like, all right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> but honestly, after the first five minutes, um, you don't even really think about it. Yeah, so. you're, yeah. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Well, we are signing off and um, adios once again. <laughs> <laughs>